What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast, where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is How to have fun in your relationship. Let's find out. Hello, friends. Welcome back. You're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel. Hey, if you like what you hear, please give us a five-star review rating um, on your favorite podcast app and make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. You can see our pretty, pretty faces. Okay. It's not my pretty face. It's my guest's pretty faces, but you can see it. Um, so check us out. YouTube.com slash user slash Natasha Chandel. We're also on the socials. We are at kind of dating on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Okay. I'm done. No, I'm not done. Wait, there's one more thing. Um, I want to sh- give a listener shout out today to Savvy and Fit, who on IG made my day by telling me that she was spending her Saturday night. She goes, spending my Saturday night scrolling through Pinterest and listening to Natasha Chandel and kind of dating. Very addicting. You're my favorite, Natasha. No, you are my favorite, Savvy and Fit. Um, thanks for making my day. And like, I feel like I know I've made it when you're spending a Saturday night with me. I feel like this is a real relationship. Is that um, a savvy and fit? Savvy and fit. Okay, not savvy on fit? No, okay. no. <laughs> okay. Savvy and she's, fit. Because she's drinking wine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. Savvy and fit. Um, guys, uh, that voice you hear is one of my favorite people. He, um, I always joke that he's, but it's not a joke, really. It's not a joke because you've given us a home here um, and allowed us to do this podcast when shit like went south for us with Meltdown. Um, but... Uh, I want to introduce Jason Smith. He's a podcast OG and head of Starburns Audio. Hi. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so shocked that you don't do this more often. I am too, considering we're in my office right now. Guys, this beautiful studio is actually Jason's office. Like, we've literally taken it over. And you were so awesome because I was like... You were like, you should do YouTube. And I was like, I, I don't, like, have the manpower. And you're like, that shouldn't be the reason. And you actually legit like created this awesome studio for us. Oh, well, well not I, just for us, obviously, but you know what I mean? Well, the truth is nobody else uses it. So <laughs> just consider it yours at this point. Yay. We have nobody else has done video. Oh, wow. You guys yet. are the only ones so far Crazy. that started doing it. So this is the proof that it actually works and it it, 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 it looks nice. It looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah we you love decorated it. it for us. None of these decorations would have been here without <laughs> I know. You actually were Natasha. like, I'm going to keep this. Yeah, space. I just keep stealing them all. <laughs> And my and my little love fucking quotes. Oh, and the elephant. I got lots of props for the elephant. I was like, not mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one is my favorite. Um, 
So how did you get in the podcast game? Because um, you've been doing it forever before it was like now it's catching on to be like a trend. But I don't know if I've been doing it for as long as people think that I have. Jeez, we just think you're really, really, really I'm old. just old. <laughs> I'm just old. You're like the Dumbledore. Uh, I am. It's the beard, too. Um, I just I feel like uh, Dan Harmon has gotten skinnier and less beardy. And I've kind of just taken, taken everything over. as he as he shrinks. Um, well, really, I've I've got involved with podcasting because I used to work in marketing and uh, mm. I started working with um, comedians and stuff that way and doing movie stuff. And we hired Starburns to to do a, a commercial for a stop motion because stop, they're oh. known for their stop motion. And then they came back to me and said, hey, we have this really wonky thing and uh, we'd wondered if you wanted to help. And it was this podcast network stuff. And so I started helping out that way. Uh, but um, the reason I really got involved into it was because even taking a step further back, I was a computer programmer when I got to L.A. I, I came here to make video games. I just came oh. here to make video games. But I don't know if you've ever had to date um, date with a computer programmer, video uh, game programmer. I haven't, but my, my really good friend is, like, engaged to one. How, how did she find him? Um, they found each other online, but he he's always, like, just making, always playing just program- video game and, so, and always working on the video game. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. So you end up and when you make video games, you're playing them and you're working a lot. And so I was not able to have a dating life when I first started coming here because all my friends were also computer programmers. And when I asked if they wanted to go out somewhere, they said, we're going out to my friend's house to play Smash Brothers <laughs> all together. Yeah. And that was it. So I started taking UCB classes and started doing comedy stuff because I was just looking I was looking to meet people, really, and whether it was dating or, or um, just like a new just community, anybody who was like would go to a bar with me. Yeah, uh, I I thought that that would be a, a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that it's a, just a whole different set of things, but it was great, and so that helped me get involved. And what I learned over time was that I was funny, but I wasn't that funny. You're funny. I was good, but I wasn't that good at the comedy stuff. So, but I was really good at this business stuff, and so this was kind of my attempt to help people that I knew were really, really funny and really good yeah. get where they needed to go using the tools that I needed by still supporting comedy and, and getting to make jokes every once in a while. With 2018 winding down, it's time to think of the new year and a new you. With ModCloth, you can find a cozy sweater for the rest of winter or stock up for spring. I love their unique cuts and vintage looks, like the glitzy situation collar top, which is perfect for me doing the podcast and a date night. Start the new year with a clean slate and a fresh wardrobe. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter the code dating. That's right. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter the code dating. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on March 3rd, 2019. So we ask every guest mm-hmm. the same question. Okay. I'm going to have to ask you. Single or in a relationship? I'm married. How long? I'm a year and like four months. Amazing. A year and four months, yes. That's a lifetime in LA. It is a lifetime it's in like real you life are, too. You're hitting your 50th anniversary. Could, some people like you see people that go to jail for like two, three years, right? And you're like, oh, they didn't get any time at all. It's a long time. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. 1.4 years <laughs> is a long time. Yeah. I can count all the days. <laughs> You're like, I'm counting the hours. <laughs> um, 
Well, I I always love hearing the stories about you and your wife, which is why I haven't met her yet. But uh -huh. like, I just love hearing the stories. I feel like I know her. And so uh, what like I want other people to know, like, what keeps you guys together? Well, one, she says that we're not allowed to get divorced. I'm not. That's not an <laughs> option on the table, that there's no breakup that um, and, and I joke about that. But there's a little bit of truth to it that. Um, I've never been really great with uh, dating for long periods of time either. Yeah. And one of those things might be that I just quit at a certain point. I go, I, I got to leave. Yeah. And most relationships, they go, okay, you could go. Not my wife. Yeah. <laughs> she said, no, you're not allowed to. So yeah. there were several points during this relationship where I was like, it was a little bit too, in I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, it was a little I bit too. I scratch my face on this show. I fucking pick my teeth. It's all, right, all good. Okay, cool. It's whatever. Well, just, um, <laughs> Uh, I would, uh, basically get to a point where the relationship gets hard and difficult and she's like, I'm out. And she was like, no, you can't just leave. You are in this, you're committed too far. We live together now. Nope. And, um, we that's were together what, for a while before you guys got married. We've been together now for almost five years. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so and we've lived together for about four, almost four. Wow, so, yeah. yeah, we've been together for a long time, but there are those points. And I just am so used to finding this is the exit. Let's go. Yeah. That her kind of saying, well, we can't. It it's, wasn't it's that like a good. It was a good way to keep me in. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I'm for, I was 40 years old before I got married. Yeah. And that's my first marriage. I haven't been married before. I've mm -hmm. uh, engaged once a long, long time ago, but just for like a week. <laughs> like this is not it's not like I'm just like gone in this like yeah, the third yeah, marriage and it's totally. like oh no no it's it's really been tough and yeah. so like so part of it is that like aggressive like no you're not going to do this i need needed that but it's funny because my dad is sort of like that person and he um he told me which i never knew about their marriage but my parents like had a love love marriage for indians but like when they met um my dad says that he i think was also sort of like had like a little commitment phobia and he wasn't totally sure and my mom's like oh no yep we're doing this. And she just like basically like grabbed him and was like, no, we're getting married. And he's like, oh, but she's like, nope, no other option. <laughs> and then he like stuck with it. And he actually jokes that about me. He's like, he's like, you need somebody who like drag you down. His actual words, he goes, you won't get married unless somebody drags you down the aisle. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that kind of sounds right. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm kind of the same way. Mine was on a double dog there. But yeah, same thing. Yeah. Like it wasn't going to happen just by like doing it yeah this is my longest relationship by a long shot or not by a long shot there's one that's close but it's just not it's yeah. never been good at it i've yeah. just always been like all right i see the end of this yeah you know yeah and she won't let me she's like no nope. <laughs> every time i try and get to the end she's like no and then and then that's a really great thing that's that's noble yeah, like because totally. i'm like i'm out let's do this let's <laughs> i yeah, get the yeah. dog i put the dog in the car and i'm ready to go <laughs> no but what I also like is like you guys, um, at least from what you tell me, you or you you have like a good sense of humor about things. I like, like to think so. Yeah, like you tell me stories all the time, and that. Uh, yeah, have you have you? I know you're Facebook friends with me, but have you ever tried to look for her her, her friend her on Facebook? No, no. Okay, so she doesn't put my name on it anymore, but she writes things that I say to all her friends. Hilarious. On Facebook all the time. <laughs> And it's not that it's anything crazy, but like, uh, I feel like I should explain yeah, yeah. my impression of what love is and how, why me and my wife are so compatible. When I was a kid, and I still am a very sensitive boy, I raised by my mom as a sweet, sensitive, like cry, like boy that gets bullied and gets teased and stuff. 
and I met two people. There were two people in my life that I kind of tried to idolize both, by the way, single, can't keep a relationship. So I, maybe I should have checked different people, <laughs> but they were my uncle Mike and my uncle Marty. And they had this way of picking on you, making fun of you, making fun of me and, and, but still making you feel included. Yeah. And like, I liked being picked on by them because it made, made me know that they liked me. And I always yeah. knew like they were going to tease me, but at the same time, they were going to be fun with it. Yeah. So rather than take that as this is how guys bond and this is like a very uncle-y kind of yeah. behavior, I just decided to embody that into my entire life. Yeah. And that's how I treat relationships and I always have. And so that's why it's probably really hard to be with me after a certain amount of time because in order for me to tell somebody that I love them, I am just constantly making fun of them. <laughs> like constantly. Like yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. it is nonstop. Yeah. The closer friend you are to me, the meaner the I am to you on a regular <laughs> basis. The more I am just making fun yeah. of everything about you. Um, but it's just because that's, that's just how I learned to yeah. like not like that's where I hit. I have always seen my honesty. It's like pulling hair and yeah. all that stuff. It's like being like nice is yeah. very tough because and, and, and it gets even harder and harder. Well, as I you think start... you're one of the nicest people. <laughs> I literally well, think you're one of the nicest people. But, I but, think but you like, know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think like having a sense of humor and like making fun of things and like even making fun of people is cool when you have that relationship. I, I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that you make fun of people and are like breaking their spirit. Oh, no, no, no. You're just always like, like I remember even when we got this podcast with you guys, if you look at us on YouTube, like we decorated his office with fucking pink like oh, yeah. things and like an elephant whatever painting that I have from elephant, my house. It's an elephant with other paintings of elephants in the elephant painting. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's done. He's retired from the circus and yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm fucking living my life now yeah. while you guys are my poor ancestors who <laughs> had to suffer. But, um, and I remember you like making fun of the, the things, but I, I knew I was like, I think he secretly likes it. Inside. <laughs> no, I, I think that and, and, and I'm not I, I don't think I'm mean, but I do think like I just am always ribbing. Like it's yeah. very hard for me to stop. Like my dad also has four other brothers totally. so, and that's how they always come yeah. along. So it's just how I've learned yeah. to appreciate stuff. And that's how I've learned to get along with my relate in my relationships. And it works. And most most of the time that is fine. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when ever there's anything serious, you yeah. got they've got a line. But with with my wife, like she thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Like it gets, it's weird and funny. And there's a lot of things. Like she's got a, she's got two notebooks. She's got one notebook where she writes down stuff that goes to Facebook, and I think she's got another notebook that she writes down in case there's ever a real divorce proceedings. Yeah, like you're... so, she's go. He said this, and he said this. I was like, but that's out of context. Well, what did you mean by it? It's like I don't know. <laughs> but. But it, so but funny. it's all all jokes, and she laughs at both things. Yeah. I just like there's some stuff that's like when you, you when you have a relationship, you uh you know, that's the one person you kind of expect like to understand when you're joking all the time, and so completely. But, and I I was gonna say like that's kind of like I was gonna ask like why do you think it's important for people just in general to like sort of have a sense of humor about things? And I think what you said is like really important that it's like sort of a sign of friendship. Mm -hmm. It's like. It's like, okay, we're cool and okay to be unfiltered now. Mm -hmm. And I know that you know my base character. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's it's not going to, you know, that sometimes, like, that's what makes life just, like, fun and not as boring. Like, yeah. life is dramatic enough, I feel. Yeah. And so. Yesterday she fell asleep on the couch because she got home late and she was watching um, Hell's Kitchen. Mm -hmm. And she fell asleep and she woke up and she kind of looked at me and her face kind of smashed in by the pillows. And so I think the first thing I said is, so you look like a sexy Gary Shandling this morning. 
she didn't think that was very funny. <laughs> but she wrote it down and yeah, other, yeah, yeah. other people did. Well, that's like, I, I always remember my, my best relationship. Uh, it was four years and he was my best friend. Like, and, mm -hmm. and we were, we were best friends for like six years after, mm -hmm. but, and even now we're cool. He's married with a kid, but like, we always just joke. And that was like, the best part of the relationship was we were just fucking cracking jokes about each other. It was never malicious, but we were always each other's mm -hmm. like in front of all of our friends and people got it. They knew that mm -hmm. that was like our playful way. And like, it's always weird to me when people are like mad serious. Like I could never be with somebody who like didn't have a sense of humor and like couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't just like make fun of each other. I don't care. Make fun of me too. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think that it's, incredibly challenging to have a relationship where you always have to be serious and worry mm -hmm. about their feelings all the time. Like, I think that's when you start walking on eggshells, when you start feeling uh, that kind of emotional. Like, I'll be honest, like, right before, I was telling you right before this, we didn't have the greatest morning. Yeah. And we didn't have the greatest last night either. We were fighting. Um, but you can see where the line switches over. And when you're sensitive about what you say and how you say it, and when your intention changes, you can say the same thing two different days totally. with two different tones and with two different intentions. And they mean totally different things. Mm -hmm. And if we can't, we if we weren't able to get back to being able to joke and have fun and 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 bust each other's balls, you know, there would be a very difficult relationship to be having. Like all, then you become logistical. Relationships yeah, yeah. become logistical if you can't have fun together. Completely. You know, if you can't go to a bar and like talk and chat and like enjoy the Uber ride and enjoy yeah. yourselves, then all you're going to talk about is where's the kid? When does the kid need to be yeah. picked up? What are you doing at work? Why aren't you doing this? When are we going to do this? When are your parents? And then that's just a list. Like, I don't know what to talk about. I really don't know. Like, I don't know what people talk about if they're not having fun with each other. No joke. I actually just met two of my friends who have been together for fuck, like 17 years. Um, they must have just met when they were born. I don't know, but they've been <laughs> together for so long. Um, and I bumped into them at the bar and, and they were just both like in full, like full on conversation with each other. And I was like, guys, what do you even have left to talk about? Right. And, and they have such a great, like, again, the sense of humor with each other. They're just like so fun and playful. Mm -hmm. They, they were just joking about everything. And then they were talking about like, they were like, I don't know, man. Like, I wake up and, and and they're a gay couple, but he was like, he's like, Michael's in the in the bathroom sometimes. He takes a shower, and then like, I take a shit in the shower, like while he's taking, or like, I'm sorry, in the shower. I take a, a shit in the in the toilet while he's taking a shower, and like, we just bond from like the beginning of the day. And they're just going on about like that, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Wow. But they're just like, I love all of this about the other person. I'm like, this is. This is really amazing. I'm, I'm not even allowed to take a shit <laughs> within the hour that my wife is going to take oh. a shower. Like, even if it's in the, if it's in the vicinity. Think, but, like, I love that, but, like, they are so, like, good with each other that they could just be full themselves at all times. It's amazing. Like. It's amazing. Well, I think that that's the, the beauty of it, if you can keep it there. Like, yeah. when you fall back on stuff, it's, it's when you start, fall, like, it's when you fall back away from it is when the, the trouble starts. Like, yeah. if you're having fun, it doesn't matter if the garbage didn't get taken out. If yeah. you guys are enjoying each other's company and you guys are keeping each other focused and moving forward in the relationship, then, you know, the 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 the, the bill not getting paid or dealing with this other kind of weird, dumb logistical thing doesn't matter as much, yeah. you know? We've done a lot of crazy, like, things that, like, relationship things that make it, would make other people break up. Like my mom 
lived with me when I we first met. I moved her in because she wasn't feeling great. And so yeah. I brought her to the house. So when we first moved in together, my 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 wife and my my wife and my mom and our daughter all lived together in the house when we first moved. That's tough. That's my wife lot. is trying to establish a relationship with me and she wants to be the boss of everything. And I have my mom who's going to dote over me and does everything I want her to do and thinks I'm the greatest thing in the world because yeah. I am. And <laughs> and so that's our first part entry into that relationship. That's not easy for anybody. Yeah, and I got to yeah. give her a lot of credit for that. And then when my mom moved, we, you know, we started moving forward. I started this business. This is tough. Like me running this business, as fun as it is, is still a lot of work. And of so course. there's a lot of time that I'm not around. We have a teenager. And then... On top of that, then we moved her mom in. Yeah. And if we couldn't have fun and laugh, yeah, we'd we'd have to figure out a way to murder each other. Yeah. Like if I can't get out of this relationship, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's gotta be something yeah. like the only way out <laughs> is like some sort of battle royale, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 that's why like if you can embrace each other's like quirks and all the fun about it and like kind of laugh at the situation. We have a lot more fun. And yeah. It's what I lose sight of. It's what we lost sight of yesterday when we're fighting. It's just like dealing with too much of the other dramatic parts of it or dealing with the parts that are not really real and real at all. Like I, if we could just, you know, when we get back to, which will probably be later today after I explain this whole thing, <laughs> um, it'll just be, it'll be jokes. Yeah. It'll be jokes and I'll just be making fun of something and it'll, that's the way we'll be able to get along again. It yeah. won't be from like sitting there and pushing out apologies and and forcing each other to understand each other's side. Yeah. It will be from, you know, seeing her weird stretch pants that she likes to wear and, and making fun of them. Yeah. Right. I, I guarantee you that's the way we're going to be able to, <laughs> we're going to bond. We're not going to, you know, and, and yeah. she's going to say something about me, but that's, yeah. that's the way it's going to, that's the only way it's going to, we're going to cure ourselves. I love it. Okay. According to psychology today, they said um, humor is one of the clearest markers of a successful social interaction. It's also a sign of a potential partner's intelligence and also signals mate quality. So basically, we're fucking geniuses. That's awesome. What it's, what it's saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, anybody who is in comedy is a fucking genius. Oh, my God. Um, that's... <laughs> but but um, Where does I it cross the line in just a computer, ner- ner- like, what is it, like, neurotic? Yeah. Like, so so <laughs> there's, they said that there's types. So there's types of humor. Um, and some that work and don't work. So the slapstick, right? It. A lot of that kind of like abuse humor, yeah, like uh, yeah. like the Three Stooges stuff, is great for relationships. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how if you want a winning relationship, poke them in the eye. Yeah. Um, no, there's this one says affiliative humor reflects the ability to enjoy humor with others, tell mm-hmm. jokes, share anecdotes, and so on. Self-enhancing humor uh, involves using humor as a coping mechanism, finding the funny and everything and keeping a humorous outlook. On I like that better. I was thinking it was like the opposite of nagging. Yeah, like yeah. the way you explained it is like, it's a, it, instead of like saying something mean, but also nice, it's like yeah. humor where but, you're like, yeah. no, it's completely uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just Which like looking at things. I, I think that might be, would that be you? I feel like that's that, be you. I would hope so. It's kind of like a, a boast rattle joke. Like we're yeah. just like, all you do is say funny things that are nice about yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> um, aggressive humor involves disparaging others with humor by teasing, ridiculing, and laughing at others' expense. That's like the fucking bully. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. not nice. I think there's a merge of those two. Like, you can be nice and also tease. Yeah. yeah. I think that's but what I happens. Don't, I don't think that you would do it to a stranger because you were picking on them for, like, oh, you know. Oh, never. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. And no. so, like, I think, yeah. And then there's self-defeating humor, which I'm definitely known for, is like when you make fun of yourself and generally using self-deprecating humor. Mm-hmm. 
but that it says affiliative humor, which is the first one where you enjoy humor with others. You tell mm -hmm. jokes, share anecdotes is the only style to positively predict relationship satisfaction. Negative styles are self-deprecating humor where you're neg negatively correlated with um, relationship satisfaction. The more a partner was engaged with either disparaging others or making fun of himself or herself, the less satisfied he or she was in a relationship. I think that style is the negging yeah. style that we were saying. Yeah. Well, it, you, which you, is a backhanded compliment. When you lie, well, maybe even not even backhanded compliment. When you, you have fun and you make fun of yeah, each other yeah, and you're yeah. having fun and you're like pushing each other cool. a little bit. I think there's a positive to, to that. And then yeah. there's, I think the other humor is like, do you remember that show Married with Children? Like the Al Bundy type of yes, humor where you're really just show. constantly, I did, oh, mine too. I fucking love that Sometimes show. I have to, I check myself. I'm like, oh, now I'm just doing Al Bundy jokes I now. know, I know. And uh, and that's where you're like, okay, this is going to get to a point where yeah. you're like, oh, this is the worst. But at the same time, like, yeah, you just got to kind of merge between those two places. Yeah, like totally. play and have fun, joke, enjoy yourselves. Yeah. I will. Although I will say, my wife does not. We do not watch the same TV shows at all. No. And we what do. do, you, what we, do you she do? laughs at certain stuff. Like she thinks that some of my stuff, but she just teases me. So that every show that I like is going to get canceled because it's like it's just dumb stuff. But <laughs> what, what just regular. Com do you like I only watch show? comedy. Yeah. It's, yeah so it's she watches lots of reality TV shows. Oh and so, no, I can't do that. So and, and she watches reality TV shows and British shows. So like British watches, comedy is really good. I wish that was what it was. It's like The Crown. Oh. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like it's got to be about like English royalty. <laughs> yeah. Or about like four like meth heads that live in a house yeah. and yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised with some, like, I, I think, like, I think I, I, I can be a little self-deprecating and it's just sort of fun. Like, I don't think I have like less satisfied relationships. Um, and it's not always like, it's hard to like always just have this like fun, jovial, yeah. like enjoy humors with others and tell jokes together and share anecdotes. I'm like, yeah, you sort of do, but sometimes yeah. it's just fun to shut off. Who, who are you fucking <laughs> Abraham Lincoln? Like, it's yeah. like, I just, you just got a ton of anecdotes. Yeah. Like, that's what Jesus does. He <laughs> tells parables. That's not me. Exactly. Like, but do you ever feel like you are in a relationship? Do you feel like you uh, talk to the, in the relationship you're like talking bad about yourself? Like, no, no. I'm, but I do like just in general, just like crack jokes about me. Like, I joke a lot about being like totally. a commitment phobe or like when we were just doing pictures yeah. out there with like Jenna, I'm like, yeah, you can point at me, like yeah. how to spot a commitment phobe, me. Yeah. Like, I'll just say that yeah. shit, but, but, but I think that people who know me, I'm also like, just know who I am. Yeah. So I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I think it'd be funny. Like, I'm trying to think like every once in a while, when you tell an anecdote, a lot of the times that you, you're the, uh, me when I tell an anecdote, yeah. it's about me. Yeah. So I'm gonna be either the butt of the joke. I'm not always gonna be the hero. Yeah. I'm gonna be the heel just as often because that's what makes it funny. Yeah. And I don't think that's self-deprecating. I think that's that's kind of sharing and yeah. commiserating. But I'm trying to think like I don't know that I do, and I bet you don't really either. But like yeah. just walk up and be like, oh, and you just make a joke about how stupid you oh, are that yeah. day and no, how no, ugly no, you are no, to your no, to your no. relation. Yeah. To your, no, no. No. Never. No. And no. I think that's probably yeah, what it's talking about. It, yeah. like, you're just like walking in. It's like, mm -hmm. just me being stupid. Nobody likes me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I will say the the negging thing for sure is like one of the most annoying ways to like pick up a girl. Like guys do that to mm -hmm. me a lot. I don't know why. And like people always give me like backhanded compliments, like when they're first picking me up and they think they're being extremely funny. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, one, you and I have not established a friendship. Right. So like we're not there. Right. Um, and two, it's not even a funny joke or or like, I mean, because I was looking things up of like negging examples. And and though this isn't even a like a joke, it was just like, I get this a lot where um, where guys and they don't realize they're saying it. They'll be like, oh, my God, you're Indian. You're so pretty. Wow. And I'm like, 
um, did you hear what you just said? Right. Like they don't, you know, right. or that's, that's kind of more of like a micro racist microaggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So than, than microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, but, like, yeah. but no, it's happened know. with like somebody trying to pick me up. Right. Like I remember I was like walking on the street in San Diego and this guy stops me and he's like, Hey, what's your name? And I'm like, Natasha. And he's like, what are you? And I'm like, I guess you're asking my ethnicity. I'm like, I'm Indian. He's mm-hmm. like, said that line. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, you don't even realize what you said. Right. That <laughs> I was is like, crazy. And this conversation is over. <laughs> right. No, I, I think that, you know, I don't know how guys do that kind of stuff yeah. very well anymore. And I, I come, it's kind of weird now. It's like I come from a different time. Yeah. But I kind of But they do. say like having a, like starting with a joke is the best way to like, you know, break, a, uh, especially on apps and stuff to like uh, approach a person. Oh, yeah. But just like don't make it that. Don't like look at something in their picture and be like, oh my God, here's some backhanded compliment. I, found with that kind of stuff i actually worked really hard i it's like because i'm a very analytical person not to get too far off subject it wasn't nagging ever nagging them but challenging them yeah like finding something about them and and challenging it like you don't really like that movie that's a lie or uh or you know with sports teams it's always really easy it's like an eagles fan like but saying it in a way that's really but but pushing on something that just kind of says like that's not the best movie. This yeah. is the best movie was always the easiest way to get somebody to respond and actually have fun. Totally. Um, as opposed to being like, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even like, I've never, that's never been my thing. I, I think when I've ever approached somebody and tried to, I, I always am more of the self self deprecating. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to, I'm embarrassed for the person I'm talking to yeah, that yeah. I'm doing this to them. Like, I know you're busy and probably have other things to do, but I've already made a bet with this person that I'm going to come over here and talk to you because that's the only way I'm ever going to talk to you. And so I'm going to let you off the hook by being mean to myself and buy you a drink at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Has that worked? Yeah. Like yeah, every time. I can see. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when people approach me with like a joke, I, I just find it to be way smarter. I really do. And like, when I read that line, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that is true where it said like it's sort of a thing of mm-hmm. intelligence or sign yeah i do feel like if somebody came up to me and said like was witty mm-hmm. it doesn't mean like be haha funny but just mm-hmm. like witty about it i'm like oh well you have to you have to be a part like there i don't know like i feel like there's a ritual to it all and you kind of have to be aware of the ritual and to have to go through it and i i can only imagine how many people hit on you i Believe it or not, not a lot of people just walk up to me and be like, Jason, I just need You'd be surprised. Need people some don't of that walk bit. up to me. People always say they're very scared of me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I like to think about yeah. myself, too. Like, listen, Papa Bear, I just need <laughs> to date you. But it, I can only imagine the first, like, I, I, I can assume just based on some of my friends and all that other stuff, like, that it's always at the most inconvenient times. You never want it. And so, like, if you're going to approach somebody, have something to say. Yeah. And ha- uh, recognize, like, I think there, I think that meta concept of, like, knowing and being aware that this is a thing. Yeah. And if you're going to do the dance, do the dance as best you can. Totally. You know, yeah. as opposed to being, like, aggressive or a dick or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Make it fun. Like, if the interaction's only 20 seconds, make that at least the 20 seconds that I'm not going to regret or the other person's not going to Yeah, regret. yeah. I always say the, the one of the best... Um, pick up lines I think like some dude like message me on Instagram and I get messages but I don't respond to a mm. lot of them um but this one dude I don't remember what he said something like he just randomly hit me up and he said um something like which peanut butter do you like crunchy or smooth mm-hmm. and then and it was just so random mm-hmm. that I was like oh that's actually a pretty smart question but I still didn't respond and right. then he like wrote back he's like oh all right nixing that joke and then I was <laughs> like oh well right. and then it just made me want to yeah like 
just message back. It's like, oh, he didn't take yeah. it too seriously. He just was like, oh, no, that's wrong joke. It's it's that's the kind of thing where I think that a lot of people. I, well, I guess it all depends on what you, I don't know. Like, I think that a lot of people just go about it the wrong way. They yeah. take it very seriously yeah. and they get too emotionally invested. And for yeah. me, making it a joke allows both people a way out. And so yeah. you don't have to overly kind yeah. of commit to like an emotion response. Totally. You can trigger, you can, you can make an emotional response. That's also an, like a thinker. Mm -hmm. So we were, we were talking about, um, we started this little new segment on the show called advice to a famous character. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, Jenna suggested a gone girl, okay. which is like, have you seen that Ben Affleck movie? Yeah, I've seen that Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. Why fucking, yeah. Well, I don't remember the whole con, the, the whole thing again, but it was like, Ben Affleck's wife disappears and everybody blames him for yeah. it. But he legitimately didn't do anything, but she didn't really get kidnapped. She just ran yeah. away. And then I don't know. And, and then, then she, eventually something happens where yeah, she really yeah, is yeah. kidnapped or yeah, something was, happens. I don't know how, how the end happens. And for but, them, I was just like, like we were giving the, the advice that like maybe they could have just like had a few jokes. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like they needed some, she needed to like lighten shit up. She was well, fucking... Yeah, I, I don't know that, like, I, I, I what advice would you say with that is, like, if it's really that bad that you need to go on vacation, just go on vacation <laughs> yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, a few jokes would have been fine, but also, like, hey, I just need a break. Yeah. I just need I just need a couple hours. I need a day. I need a week. Totally. I'm going to go to this mountain cabin with this weird killer, but I don't know. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, she just seemed like such a s extremely serious person that right. I was like, man, you need to, like, get drunk and go to like a fucking comedy show. <laughs> uh, well, do you, do, do you know people that are like, do you know people in relationships besides the people that you said mm -hmm. that are just always serious? Like you don't see them crack jokes very often. They're very analytical and they're in, I don't know how, like how those relationships work. Like I really wonder. Yeah. I'll be honest. You know, uh, my, my ex, uh, who I was living with, actually didn't really have a great sense of humor with me, which I found very weird. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about it in the beginning because we, we had fun, but he just didn't have a sense of humor with me. So anything I made a joke of, he really took literally. And I was like, no, I was just, right. no, I, swear, I was just kidding. Like right. that wasn't, but he joked with all of his friends. Right. And just like couldn't handle a yourself. joke what do you from mean me. He, yeah, I was just like nothing. It's just a fucking joke. So what do you do in that relationship? Is it just, like because I imagine it was tough. I actually realized like I was not like saying certain things. Like I would make fun of his like Criterion collection and mm -hmm. shit like that. Like I would have to come home and watch foreign movies, right. and it would be fine. Like I didn't care. Like I would try to participate, but then I would just like oh. sit on the side and and like be on my phone. And he and he'd be like, well, why aren't you watching? The movie, I'm like, I'm fucking watching it. And I make a joke about it and he would get like really It upset. sounds like it'd be just like a college lecture all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. all your conversations have to be like written down and have a thesis statement to them all. Yeah, oh, it was like a, sounds very, oh. but it was strange because like we had a lot of fun, mm -hmm. but he just didn't have humor with me. I didn't get it. I, yeah, I, I think that that probably worked. I've tried to do that with, in relationships, like tried to be a little more serious in certain points and like even that felt tough like you can yeah. you can move between the two but like not having humor there eventually like everything about a relationship is ridiculous it's, it's so stupid and the then people do crazy things we all do fucking right. nutbag things and if you can't calm out yeah and have fun with yeah. it like what the fuck yeah. like it's so stupid you you have kids sex is stupid and weird and like having to 
deal with that person at PTA after you've done yeah. that thing to them. It's weird. <laughs> it's just wrong. Like there's, yeah. and if you can't like take all those things and like acknowledge them through, I guess, I mean, other, I guess you can like through like weird therapy or ayahuasca or something, but in general, like you have to take and translate those things yeah. into like your day to day. And I think humor is the way that you pick those things up and you take all that baggage with you in a way that acknowledges that it exists and doesn't, don't sweep it under the table. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's like the weird 50s stuff. Like when you don't talk about things and you just leave them hidden, that's where you end up in those weird, like nuclear families of the, the olden times where yeah. like shit, no, yeah, wrong. yeah, you're right. You're very right. That is, that's, that's the right way to put it. Yeah. I just feel like life is so dramatic mm. and so serious anyways that like we need a break. That's why I'm probably like you. I only, I almost only watch comedy mm-hmm. unless it's Game of Thrones, which, which is like fantasy, like yep. crazy shit. I can't watch like This Is Us. Like oh. anything that could be remotely real life serious. I'm like, why do I need to do no, this to myself? Saves. Saves like, is like, I'm dreading Oscar season because yeah, I don't want to no, watch any sad yeah, movies. I I, 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 I can cry. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I cry a lot, but I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't wanna, want to. I don't want to go into there like expecting yeah. it and being ready yeah. for it. I like to be caught. Yeah. I like to be caught in the middle of something really funny and then be like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I, I think that... Um, I, I think the exact same thing. I think that you have all this stuff going on all the time. Yeah. The world is very tense. We're in a very precarious moment overall, and it's really serious. And, like, if you can't, you know, cut that stuff loose a little bit, I yeah. mean, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so how can people, like, who might – because, you know, sometimes I do try to put myself in other people's shoes. I'm like, how come they don't feel like they can have a sense? Like, well, why are they so serious about life or – you know, mm. it must come down to like insecurity or yeah. or just like not. Or in some cases, maybe complete security. Maybe they're just really comfortable mm. in their own skin. I like to think that hopefully sometimes I wonder, like, are the people that are really serious, like they're just really comfortable being them. Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of times it's the opposite. It's true. Yeah. Like, I think that they don't know. Um, I. Or the a... people who can't take jokes, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that's. I think like that's not, that's not security at all. That's just people who right are like, oh my god, you've taken something from me. I think it's I I I think that I like to blame that on past trauma for some yeah. people. I think yeah, yeah. I think bullying and teasing and people did. Totally. I thought they I think they had bad teachers. They had people that didn't teach them how to teach mm-hmm. take a joke when they were a kid, or they had people that were mean to them and didn't ever teach them to like learn to roll with mm-hmm. it. And it's not necessarily smart. It's just a matter of like that. But yes, I completely agree. There's yeah. a lot of people like that too. There's a lot of people that love making jokes that can't take yeah. jokes. They yeah. take it very, very serious. Yeah. Um, and this isn't, you know, this isn't a, a podcast like to tell people to like be comedians, no. but, but it is like, how can you still find like ways to um, bring fun and fun elements into your relationship? I think comedy and sense of humor is actually a really good trust exercise for a relationship. Yeah. If you can say something to the person you love, and I'm not going to tap on the desk because I'm not allowed to, (laughs) if you can do that, and if you have the guts to say this thing that you know would probably get you in trouble with anybody else, but if you feel like you could say it to them, it's you're building a bond with them. Totally. Right? You don't always, you don't have to go like crazy the first couple times. It's like, but you should, I think that practicing safe, space comedy (laughs) with your partner. I mean, I've never really talked about it in this way, but doing that is actually really positive for a relationship. If they, if you can say something funny or 
profound or stupid or ridiculous or off, you know, off brand, like something that's not you. Yeah. Um, or, but it's just a little bit provocative to them. And they go and they laugh. One, you found somebody that understands you and knows mm-hmm. that you're joking. And two, you're starting to build trust with them. You understand that you're safe saying some of the things you want to say or feeling yeah. the way you want to feel. If you can express something comedically or have fun and laugh super hard, you can probably also cry together or be angry with each other yeah. or keep a relationship going because honesty is there. Comedy, the right kind of comedy, I think, and I think that's part of the list is like when you talk about anecdotes versus nagging or self-deprecating, mm-hmm. the comedy you're talking about is truth, honest comedy, honest humor. Totally. And this isn't like it's it's not it's not like comedians talking to other people or just being funny, but having a sense of humor with mm-hmm. the person you're with partially is acknowledging that you're both going through something together and having an honest reaction to it and relating that honest reaction through your own personality and being able to share that with somebody should, if they're the right person, make them connect more with you and, and trust you more and, and you trust them. Yeah. I think, um, uh, what you said is like spot on and like, even, even like anecdote stuff, looking back at, cause you know, half of the way we behave in relationships is fucking insane. Yes. And then when you look back at it sometimes, like objectively, it's also hilarious. Like my parents and I laugh about like when I had when I had a concussion um, Mm -hmm. and they came over here and they took care of me and I was fucked up. And, you know, with a concussion, you're like emotions are really raw. So it's like if you're happy you're super happy, if you're Mm -hmm. mad, you're mad. I fucking just walked out one day of my dad's moving car because he wouldn't stop talking or in my head too much. And I was like, fuck, just stop talking. And I moved out of the fucking car and. And I just walked the opposite direction. Like, this is just what I did. At the moment, it was a big-ass fight. And then after, when we got home, we just sort of, like, looked at each other. And, like, obviously, I knew I had a crazy moment because mm. of my head. And and we just, like, laughed about it. And now, even, we just, like, laugh about it. They're like, remember that time you went fucking crazy on us? And I was like, right. yeah, it was pretty funny, huh? <laughs> like, because <laughs> right. what? Because the way you act sometimes, it doesn't even have to be in a romantic relationship. It's, we're nuts. And, mm-hmm. like... There's no point in looking back at things and being like, remember that time and putting like a tally list of the times you fucked up. It's just like. Well, you have an expectation that people, you've communicated your feelings to other Mm -hmm. people when you don't. And, and, and that's what happens, whether you're, whether it's a concussion or like just having a lot of pressure for something else and then seeing something else, you go, well, I told you not to do this before. And then next thing you know, explosion and you don't know why. And you're like, oh yeah, because I've had two weeks of something else you have to really look back and figure out what created the situation and you have to be able to kind of like especially when you're especially when you're wrong yeah it's hard to admit and it's hard enough to kind of deal with but when you especially in those points like laugh at it yeah let them laugh at you yeah. we recognize that you're silly yeah. or crazy yeah or normal or human i mean really it's not crazy it's just you're human and you're not anything more than what you are and you have to be able to laugh at that or... yeah i was just um at a live talk la it's like an event with rupaul uh-huh. and um he uh had said uh just like uh, a great piece of advice where he was just like don't take life too seriously mm-hmm. it wasn't like don't take it seriously just don't take it too seriously mm-hmm. which is actually really the like life is sort of serious, but then there's no point in dwelling in it. Just right. sort of like you got to look at uh, the bright side. And no, if you look at it, if you're constantly looking at it too seriously, like existence is not fun. Yeah. You might live for a long time, yeah. but you're not going to live very happily. Yeah. 
And if you know, if you're in a relationship that maybe like you're not sure, you've hit like a stagnant point or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, I think like, what do you think about like doing fun new activities together that sort of bring about some of these instances that you could like laugh and joke about together as you, you know, like yeah. doing an activity that neither is sort of good at not super hard that's going to make you angry but something like silly and fun that you guys can like go out and do together and like i think that it's great i think this i think this because we've tried doing this sometimes and sometimes it works out well and sometimes it doesn't and especially we have a we have it more difficult because we it's both of us and then a 14 year old yeah and so that 14 year old is a part of this family and part of the funny and a part of the relationship and has to be a part of all the things that we do together and so you can't have an off balance. Those it has to be a triangle of yeah. unity and all that stuff. So it's a little bit tougher there, um, but you have to go in with everybody having that intention. Yeah. Right. You can't go take a pottery class where one person is super excited to try it and the other person's kind of half in. Yeah. And expect the fun and funny to kind of come out. You can't take an improv class where one person's going to take it real seriously and another person true, really doesn't want to go. I think that if you want it to be fun, both people have to go in it knowing that it's going to be fun together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've done cooking things like that that have been super fun. Or we, you know, we'll go to shows and, and try different pieces. Like, I really don't tell anybody, but I really want to go take magic classes. Oh, my God. Really that would bad. would be amazing. Um, because I just want to, I mostly I just want to understand some of the tricks, but also because I really have always wanted to do magic. But, like, I want to take them, you know, we go down and do that stuff together. Yeah. We just all have to buy in. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a very, very, very good point. You know, You're right. Comedy but, can't come yeah. from that. That's that's where comedy can turn into bullying and teasing yes, and, yeah. and a push-pull. Yeah. Like, you're, you're not going to have the... And you're the, right. Scenes like in improv only work when both people are yes, in ending. it together. Yeah. And they're and they're both. Yeah. Yes, ending. Yeah. But it, it definitely, like... This is interesting. I, wow, we just found, like, a life correlation <laughs> to improv and relationship. Like, I think that any time, like... When things are in a rut, like, I think the way comedy does it or anything else is is actually just the honesty part of comedy or the honesty part of having a good time or, or enjoying each other's company has to come through. Like, more than anything, it's, I feel this way, this is where I'm coming from, taking a step back and then being able to bring joy out of that. Yeah. Like, I think that that, like, some of the best times I've ever had with my wife came from having big problems or fights and then going out and talking to somebody, understanding why I'm behaving the way I'm behaving, being able to bring that back into positive. So let's do these things. Yeah. Like it's very difficult for, I think with, when something's going wrong to just stop what you're doing and everybody, everybody let's pack up and let's go like make whipped cream pies and go have a pie fight outside. Yeah. But there is something to be said for, we're having a problem, taking a step back, acknowledging what that problem is, why and how we're going to fix it together, coming up with a plan. And then the plan is we're going to go do this, that'll evolve into a pie fight. <laughs> man all i want is a pie fight with somebody right i've never got hit a pie <laughs> i haven't either well next time you're here i'll have pies ready done <laughs> jason thanks so much for thank being you. on the show thank you um you're not done oh no no okay. no this is uh, six questions time okay um we ask every guest the same six questions these are our original version of um i never say the name right i think it's bernard pivot mm -hmm. or pivot uh, pivot uh, yeah, Pivot. He's French, you know right? Fucking people mess up my last name, so it's I'm Jeremy just Piven. Call it Pivot. This, <laughs> it's Jeremy Piven's six questions yeah, right. to getting into his trailer. <laughs> um, so, so you can you can interpret these questions however you like. Um, and are you ready? 
Ah, uh, yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Jason, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Well, barring all the things I'm in trouble for saying, but the truth is there's two things I really notice, and it's it's all face. Like, mm-hmm. I notice a smile and um, eyes very much first, but it's the same things. Like, I'm looking for somebody. When I'm looking for somebody and trying to notice somebody, I'm looking for somebody that I there is humor and smiles. Mm-hmm. And so it goes back to the same thing. I want somebody who's smiling and also looks like there's something smart going on in, yeah. in their face. Mm-hmm. And you can see it. There's so much, it's so different. Totally. Than the the, the opposite. Mm-hmm. And you can tell immediately if you're like, oh yeah, she's pretty. Uh, we're going to fight. Yep. Or no, we're not so, going to talk yeah. at all. This is not going to work. We're can, I, I have so many relationships and I don't know if I'm allowed to expand right now, but yeah, yeah. I have so many relationships that I've been in or tried to or dates where I'm like, trying to be funny i'm trying to talk to them and i can just tell that they've they've been lost for a long time yeah and i have to like okay we're gonna do that this is that date yeah all right we'll stop this yeah 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 no that's true um what is your one deal breaker my one deal breaker guns <laughs> i don't know why that's a conversation piece but like even with my wife like we can't yeah. no guns yeah yeah she comes from a place where there's guns oh, no guns in my house Oh yeah no guns in my house stay out of my house i got a dog though um <laughs> No guns. Um, I lived in Texas for a while. Wow, yeah. Women have guns. Men have guns. Everybody really? got guns. But there's guns I'm and cars. I'm Canadian. I'm, I'm not cool with that. Yeah, I'm not cool with yeah. guns. And and so there's probably other things. But, like, I will not date somebody or be in a house with somebody that I know is, like, pack and heat. Yeah, yeah. And I explain. And we, we have a talks with our daughter all the time. My wife's like, you can have a gun when you're like, no, you're going to shoot yourself. Yeah. Don't have guns. You know, guns. it's really interesting. I My ex was a Marine, mm-hmm. and, and that was like a big thing for me to mentally get over when I used to go to his house, and he had multiple. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah. you know. My wife, her her dad collected knives, and so there's knives in my house, and I don't like that. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that, like, protection isn't a thing. I just can't yeah, handle guns. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. And, like... I guess the other deal. Yeah, that's it. We'll just things. <laughs> I was going to say Satanism. I don't really care. That's <laughs> Conversely, what turns you on? Oh. I forgot. Thinking about that. Um, what turns me on? Honestly, uh, just confidence. Yeah. Just confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, Somebody who just really is comfortable doing the things mm-hmm. that they want to do, like yeah. that will drag me out. I am very shy human being. I'm very scared of things. I don't like to impose my will onto other people. Mm-hmm. This is going to be contrary to everything my wife thinks about me right now, <laughs> but I am very shy yeah. and I need somebody to drag me onto the dance floor or sometimes, or I need somebody to say, you know, to take me on a, to a place that I've never tried and do some of the things even though I'm very good at, for the most part, people wouldn't necessarily perceive that. But I need somebody who's confident, who can make me, like, help me explore me yeah. the same way that they, and, and know how to do it themselves. I don't deal well with people. I don't always want to be the alpha in a relationship either. Yeah. And yeah. I need somebody that's confident that can take over that role. That's It's, it's hot. Totally. <laughs> that's great. Um, what is one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Oh, one of my strengths is also one of my biggest weaknesses. I know how to go big. I'm a great gift giver. Okay. I'm a great gift giver. I'm a very I'm very good at impressing somebody yeah. if I need to. If I yeah. need to turn it on and bring um a uh, a relationship like if I want to if I need it like if I I know all the steps. I'm a, I'm a producer. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, I I I know how to like I've done everything from like 
just simple small things on a date get somebody you know like somebody's favorite band to sign a record and have mm-hmm. that delivered to their house and like get that done without anybody you know without breaking wow, a sweat yeah, or yeah. i've had a i've had a surprise birth, uh, birthday party for somebody in a different city where they didn't even know that their friends were going to be like arranged wow, like a whole yeah. thing with all their friends coming from all different places i know how to do all that stuff crazy and i'm really good at it i really listen yeah. to what people like and don't like so i know what kind of gifts to get i know it's not all about price it's about thinking and really yeah, emotional yeah. stuff. i'm really good stuff, at yeah. that so i can if i need to win over somebody in a relationship i'm really good at it what i'm really bad at is keeping that up <laughs> right that's a lot and i've actually had my last long term relationship before this one one of the things she told me was like when we were first together you did all this crazy stuff and then that all kind of went away i just wish you'd been more honest about who you were and the truth is i wasn't bad afterwards yeah, and she yeah, even yeah. said that it's like but I thought you liked to do this, and I thought you liked to do that. And when I find out that you didn't really like that stuff, you were just doing that stuff for me, it's kind of a letdown long term mm. because you weren't trying to do anything. Oh, I'm so sorry. Way to fuck things up, Jason. No, I'm kidding. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. It, I, it was supposed to be off. Um, <laughs> but it was like, uh, but it was, it's, it was always like, now that you've taken us this far, now I don't know who you are. And so I, I don't think for a long time that I was really great about being myself mm. in a relationship. Have you found balance in that? Um, I'm just working on it. be like me. Just set the lowest expectations possible. <laughs> so after that, it's always up. I, I really should. I feel like I have to I have to work at that. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a, I, I, luckily for now, luckily for me now, not luckily for now. I didn't say that. <laughs> Stephanie, I didn't say I said lucky for me now. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And we've kind of established we know who each other are, mm-hmm. you know. But in those other times, I think that it's tough. It was always tough for me. Yeah. I want to impress people. I'm a yeah. born people pleaser. And so, no, I don't know that I was ever great at it. But I'm glad that I don't have to do it. Anymore. Yeah. So what is love? <sighs> what is love? Love is probably the most obnoxious difficult challenging thing i have ever felt in my life but like it is the feeling of absolute like to me the only real love is unconditional mm-hmm. right everything else is is something else it's that it's the i you know it's the love that has me like angry at my wife right now but also really excited to see her later and don't want her to be mad for very long it's the it's the feeling like I'm going to go in and I'm like, I told you my dog wants to live in my garage right now in yeah. my giant beanbag. It's a longer other story, but I'm going to go in there and I'm going to cuddle up next to him when he, I get home. Cause I just want to make sure he's okay. And we're not going to do anything for like 20 minutes, but that's cause I just love him. And I just want to make sure he's great. Yeah. Um, love is that I have this daughter that is so mean to me all the time, but all I want to do is like hang out with her on the couch. It's, it's just this, this overwhelming urge to want to be close with somebody and make mm-hmm. sure that they're safe and happy without always understanding exactly why you don't just murder them instead. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Um, last question. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? I am sorry. <laughs> Only. You That's never it. get that. <laughs> I do not get it enough, but it is such a turn on. Or I was wrong. Those two <laughs> statements are the sexiest <laughs> statements that I've ever heard. Like, oh, if I could just walk in and just say, I'm sorry. Oh, Bring it, baby. Let's make three more kids. I love it. Um, Jason, thank you so much thank for you. being on the show. How can people find you on socials or where do you want people to find you at um, all? 
Well, here, go to Starburns Audio, <laughs> download all of our podcasts. Yep. We have lots of stuff going on there. Also, um, you can find me on Instagram at Proto Chicken, at Proto Chicken. You could also find me on inst- uh, Twitter uh, at Oatmeal Johnson. I don't really do a lot of social stuff because I'm an old man. Um, you can find my wife on Facebook. Her name's Stephanie Lane, and you can see all the mean things that I say. Um, and otherwise, just uh, just check out our podcast, and I'll yeah. be back over here sometimes. Yes, you will. Um, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. You can follow us on social media, too. We are at Kind of Dating across the socials. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. Oh this was God. so nice. You're so great. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you to our team as always. Um, if you can, take a few seconds and review us on iTunes or wherever you get the podcast. We would be very grateful. Can I, can I say something? Okay. Yeah. Do it. Please. You would not understand how important it is for every podcast. You need to rate it, review it, subscribe. Unsubscribe and resubscribe. I don't care. Do it every day. Make this podcast a hit because it deserves to be. Uh, Natasha's great, and that's the way you can help more than anything. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's like hard to explain that that like actually means something. I get so many personal messages, and mm-hmm. I'm always like, "Thank you." Can you just go on the yeah. app and say these yeah. things? <laughs> yeah, just subscribe. Like, just do it. If you are on, if you follow Natasha, if you've ever followed Natasha, if you're a friend or a friend of a friend, go on to iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes or Apple Podcasts, even if you never use that and you're going to use CastBox or some other thing, go on there, subscribe, say something nice, put a five-star review. It helps. Every single person counts. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is why, you know, you're a marketing guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, guys, also send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindofdating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself. Aisha Holden is co-host and social media producer. Eric Griffin and Adam Pineless are our audio engineers. And Eric Griffin is also the video producer. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.